Awesome. So today we are here with Andrea Youssef from the People's Church in the Toronto area. Andrea is their children's ministry director and really excited to chat. Thanks for joining today, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I, I kind of laughed when I saw the email. I was like, wow, it's by trial and error. And now I, this is where we end up. So that's great. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, speaking of like ending up places, what's kind of your background story? How did you end up in your current ministry role at the People's Church? Oh, wow. That's by the good Lord Jesus. So um, I've kind of been all over the world. I have a lot of experience overseas with children's ministry. Um, I've worked at a few orphanages in different countries like Haiti and Brazil. And um, when I got married, I moved to Toronto and the People's Church, their, part of their mission is missions. So part of their mm -hmm. vision, I should say, is missions. And so getting to work with kids that I love and missions that I love, that kind of combined the best of both my worlds. And so, but God placed me there. It was all the, the Lord. So I'm, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up there. Yeah, well, that's exciting uh, to hear you got to, you know, travel around on so many mission trips and stuff, and uh, it's really already a blessing. What uh, tips would you have for um, anyone, particularly younger people, getting started in ministry as they're thinking of, like, what countries should I go on missions uh, to? Like, what are some, you know, key things that you discovered were important when you were in missions? Oh, wow. So you definitely have to be flexible you know, because you never know what you will run into on the mission field. And you can't really have expectations is one thing. Um, so for example, when I went to Haiti, I was supposed to, I, I was there for a year and a half. And they had asked me to help um, establish the orphanage there because I had done that. I had worked at an orphanage in Brazil previously. And so mm -hmm. I went down in, in my head like, oh, I have all these great ideas, da, 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 da. And then when I got there, I had to throw out like half of them because they're not culturally based, you know? And so um, it's really just, you know, spending time with God every day and letting him guide you to what he's already doing there. So he was already working everywhere and we just have to, we get to join his team. And so I really learned to be present with the people I learned to be flexible with doing whatever God wanted me to do, even if it was cleaning up some kid, like it, it didn't necessarily be like, oh, this is not ministry, you know, but it is ministry. It is ministry when you love people, that's ministry. And so um, I just think being available, that's, that's all God wants and really putting your desires for what you want to outcome, like of the outcome aside and just saying, God, I'm here, just use me and do whatever you want to do. Um, and then, you know, you're going to face hard times. You're going to have amazing times, amazing relationships. And um, another thing that kind of kept me spiritually and emotionally sane, I would say, was a lot of devotional time, prayer time, journaling time, uh, just, you know, keeping record of what God is doing on the regular. So that really helped me. And it's really a tool just that I can go back and see like, oh yeah, that happened. And he did that. And that's so amazing. So I think that's key. Kind of like the Israelites, you know, keeping track of how God uh, continued to deliver them and take them through their journey and how he always said, tell that, you know, say this 
you know, preach the word to your kids and to everything. And so I think just remembering what God has done helps too. Absolutely. Could not agree more there. And it, yeah, probably is really nice to, if you're, when you're journaling like that, to have that, you know, to look back on and see, hey, yeah, this is uh, how everything happened in that day. So that is uh, awesome, awesome to hear. And uh, it's probably a big shift. So uh, what are some of the top like things you learned in the mission field that you now apply to kids ministry? Because it's overall, it's, you know, it's ministry. Uh, it's the same, you know, end goal there. Uh, but environments are totally different, uh, you know, from being, you know, on the ground in Haiti, as opposed to at your church right now in Toronto. So what are the uh, biggest kind of lessons you learned in the mission field that now you use in Kidman? Uh, simplicity is a big mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think especially after coming back from COVID in my head, I wanted everything to be grand and spectacular. And in a sense, just because it's been so long to the kids and to the families, no matter what it is, it's going to be spectacular because they haven't had it for so long. Right. And so uh, we just opened up a few weeks ago and I had, I was getting nervous and anxious, like, oh, but I, I need this and I need this and I don't have that. Da, da, da. And I just realized, you know what? I was probably just God's peace and just saying like, it's good. Like they're going to have fun. They're going to enjoy it just because you're there. And I really think just trying to meet the needs of the people, meet the needs of the kids, meet the needs of the parents. And that is something that has translated from Haiti to here, you know, that's kind of what, just the basics of meeting their needs. Um, And when you show that you love them and that you care for them, then they're going to be happy and they're going to be so excited to be there. Absolutely. Could not agree more there. And that's, that's awesome to hear. And so, uh, yeah, like that a lot. And you mentioned your uh, regathering here soon. And I know uh, in the U.S., lots of churches in most of the U.S. Uh, regathered earlier in 2021. And I know in Canada and some other uh, countries, things have um, you know taken a bit longer to regather. So that's you know, more time exclusively doing ministry at home. So since you uh, had to exclusively do online ministry that long, you uh, probably have a lot of good tips there. So what advice would you have for boosting engagement with families at home? Yeah, so that again was like trial and error. So we went online in March of 2020. My brain is so foggy with the years. They kind of all just meshed together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And at first, because we thought we we were streaming online um, our services for the for the adults, like for regular church service. So we thought, okay, what if we did like a lobby for kids and families pre-service? So we did like a 20 minute pre-service, like, hey, kids, come like icebreakers. We talk about memory verse. And they'd come, but then it kind of dwindled down. And I and I kind of realized, and again, I think this is God's leading and talking to the volunteers. We need to be more intentional um, with our time. And especially as everything was going online, school was online, even extracurricular activities was online. So we thought, okay, we need to be very specific of what we want to do and why we want to do it and have the purpose behind it. So about last October, we switched to having a full-on kids ministry service um, on our own time in between the two adult services that were online. And so we did 
45 minutes, we did like a welcome and uh, icebreaker question in the beginning for uh, about seven minutes. We did worship for seven minutes uh, using the videos that were prepared through our curriculum. We uh, then right after the worship, we split them into their small groups, which were then organized by grade. And our first Sunday, we had 10 people. And I was like, okay, you know, like that, that worked out kind of. And then every Sunday, there was 10 more people, then 10 more people, 10 more. And it grew and grew. I think the most we had was over 120 participants. And they were consistently coming every Sunday. And I was like, whoa, God, this is amazing. Because I think it really, that was their church. And um, we made sure that their small groups, you know, they had the activities that were around the Bible verse, around the Bible story. Um, and then after the small group, they'd come back and we kind of ask about what did they learn in their small groups? And then we pray and we were done. It was like, boom, boom, boom. Okay, see you next week. And they kept coming back. And even now that we're in person, we actually still are doing an online portion. So one service is in person and one service is online. And we still have a following. Like we still have kids coming. So. It's crazy. Awesome. Well, that's awesome to hear that it grew like that. You know, that is outstanding and love to see that engagement. Uh, and yet as you get ready to regather, you know, like you said, the years are kind of kind of blurring together here. It's like, hey, what did we just have in a time machine and everything? There's there's 2018, 2019, then 2020, like slash. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's it's all the dot, same. Dot, thing. Dot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. So as you uh, get ready to regather, what are some of the things you're most excited for? And what are some things that you think are going to be a bit different uh, regathering now as opposed to the previous ministry program? Yeah, so I'm excited just for the energy of everybody being in the same space. I am highly relational. So I love to talk to people. I love to laugh. I love to meet new people. And uh COVID was really hard for me. I was having to go Mm -hmm. take walks like every few hours just to get outside and talk Mm -hmm. to birds and dogs and whatever would talk to me. Um, And so I'm excited of just being in the same space as other people with our volunteers too. I think it was really hard on our volunteers to not see families and not see other volunteers. That's kind of like their community. And so, um, you know, that I'm, I've been, I just see that they're also excited now that we've been back for a few weeks, they just love seeing each other again and they love teaching. And so that for me as uh, the director just makes my heart so happy that everybody's just happy to be back. Um, and what was your other question? How is it, how, yeah, how is yeah. ministry in general? Yeah, so what are, you know, obviously there are some probably programming changes and things uh, that yes, are going to be yeah. different. What are some of the top changes uh, you'll be making um, that as you regather? Yeah, so because we were online, um, we because we went online, we really needed something that we could engage with, like for online events, uh, for the families, whether it be like on demand for them to engage on their own time, because during COVID, you know, all their family members are home at the same time. And so we really wanted Mm -hmm. to make it accessible for parents anywhere they were. So whether that's like traveling in their car, they could watch a video. And that's when um, I kind of realized that Playlister was really helpful. And it was 
pretty friendly for the user. Like I'm not tech savvy. And so it was pretty easy for me to kind of learn. And so we did our Christmas program on that. We did our VBS on Playlister. We did um, our Easter on Playlister. And then we made it accessible to the families in their home. So then now going back in person, um, Playlister is all I know. So pre-COVID, we also had another team member who was using Pro Presenter. But I'd never used that. And that team member is not here anymore. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. All I know is Playlister. And so I'm going to try to do a Sunday morning using Playlister. And so that's been a big change for me. Uh, That's been a big change for our volunteers to know how to interact with Playlister and how to get that onto the screen. And so uh, with that, we're using the Apple TVs. Um, And so it's really to investing in simplicity, because I think in my head, I think it it is a lot simpler um, just to be able to have the remote and skip through things. Um, But just really fine tuning my skills with using Apple TV and Playlister as well. So that's been a change, but it's been kind of fun uh, to to learn it at the same time. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we are excited to be partnered with you all, uh, both online and as you regather. And uh, yeah, exciting stuff is ahead at the People's Church. So uh, we are rooting for you all as you regather. And uh, yeah, excited uh, to stay in touch there and see how that goes. But uh, it's been great chatting, Andrea. What other advice would you want to offer to ministry leaders? Um, I would say definitely enjoy what you're doing. You know, uh, when I was preparing for the Sunday morning, I wanted the, the space that we're in is actually, so our old space is under renovation. So we're in like a, a makeshift space. Um, and I just said, okay, how can this just be like a big party? And so with Playlister, that's how I was adding songs and just saying like, okay, they're coming into like a fun environment. And then I have like, so this is like the pre-arrival activities. I have crafts out. I have different games out and uh, we have, and then I, I put up Bible trivia. So the, you know, there's some kids that are kind of shy. They don't necessarily want to engage in games or they're a little nervous to talk to people. So they can, they can sit in their uh, respected areas and they can yell out the Bible trivia questions. And so I have all that going at the same time with the music mm-hmm. and I, I do it the week before and then I test it like on a day, a few days before. And I'm just like, I get excited for Sunday. I'm like, okay, they're going to like this one. They're going to like this week. They're going to like these songs, you know? And so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I just say like, it, try to make it a fun in- environment for me. My biggest thing when I, try what I try to teach children and volunteers is that Jesus is fun like he is full Mm -hmm. of joy and it growing up in a church as a child and kids ministry can be fun and it also can be something that you take with you as as a foundational uh life truth you know it's not like oh I just I grew up in church but I walked away like to me that breaks my heart when I uh know so many kids walk away I, I grew up in the church and by the grace of God, I didn't necessarily walk away, but I knew many friends that did walk away. And so I kind of want to instill in children, like you don't have to walk away. Like God is so good that he can sustain you through any time of your life. And it doesn't mean he's irrelevant 
during your teenage times, your early twenties, like, no, he's always relevant and he will always love you. And he is like his presence. There is joy, you know? Absolutely. Well, God definitely does not take a vacation once you turn 13. Uh, So that is, that is good to know. And great, great advice there, Andrea. So thank you uh, so much for sharing and yeah, exciting stuff ahead and the people's church. Yeah.